0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law from baseball's top personalities, The great Chris Russo joins us once again to the game's top player joining us is the all-star match Chapman. with us. You never know what stories you're going to hear. If you
1: make your way down here, I, I might be able to make some time and go out there and see the great Chris Townsend.
0: This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Well, we've loved doing this where we get Ray Fossey with a baseball legend, Chris Townsend here on A's cast. And of course, everybody here in the Bay Area knows Dusty Baker, who has had one of the great baseball careers of all time as a player, as a manager. Now, of course, the manager of the Houston Astros. Dusty, it's great to see. It's great to hear from you.
1: Well, hey, it's great to be here. And uh man, you know, I love coming back home. You know, I still got a place in San Bruno and all my family's in Sacramento. And um it's great coming back here. I get to see my son. You know, I went to one of his games the other night at Stanford. They lost the next inning the same way that we lost, comeback victory. You know, my son goes, Hey Dad, you guys lost the same way we lost. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I know that. And uh, you know, I get to see my grandson and daughter who's coming to the game today, uh, you know, they live in the uh, Oakland Hills and so Montclair area. So it's it's great coming back here and great coming back to the stadium. And, you know, it brings back a lot of memories, you know, throughout my career.
2: I do know, Dusty, that I remember going down to see you when you would come in to manage and you'd have your entourage in from up in the Sacramento area. And I know that's can't you can't do that. But, you know, you, you mentioned your son, Darren. And yeah. I, I want to start with that because you have to be a proud papa to be able to know that you got somebody following your footsteps. What is it like to have somebody and maybe compare what you did signing out of high school versus Darren who's going to Cal and playing college baseball. What kind of comparison maybe talk about how you look at him in the
1: future of being a star like you were. Well, you know, I was hoping that he didn't sign out of high school, you know, because my situation where my parents got divorced, so I was supposed to go to Santa Clara. Economic spokes of the wheel were off. And so you know, I signed out of necessity. Um, uh, but baseball was probably my third best sport, third best love. With but difference is my son, that was his first love, and and he chose baseball. Like after his sophomore year, he was playing football and basketball. And he all day, he said, "Dad, i want to be a baseball player." But when the draft came up, uh, you know, I wanted him to get drafted, you know, for his for his sake and his confidence, his ego. But I didn't want him to get drafted too high because I didn't want him tempted not to you know not to go to college you know what i mean yeah. but i couldn't say that to anybody or any uh, or the scouts or anything and you know like i had a a daughter that graduated from from college and now i have two kids that graduated from college you know darren graduated last week but it That's wasn't right. a real graduation it was a virtual graduation but i'm you know i'm proud of what he's accomplished and you know he's gotten a few awards at cal he's up for a top 10 award out of 250 kids for commitment uh competitiveness grades and and he got another award the other day so uh you know he's on his way and uh like i said i'm very proud of him as a as a as a a person more than i am a ball player that that is great and dusty you've had
2: a tremendous career as a player and now as a manager i want to go back to a special time in atlanta when you had the privilege of playing. A matter of fact, you managed a home run hitter and you played with the all time greatest as far as I'm concerned in yep. Henry Hank Aaron. What, what was that like first of all playing with Hank Aaron and, and especially being in the on-deck circle when he hit number 715?
1: Well, you know, it was like, uh, you know, I was hanging around my uncle that was a great ball player. And, uh, you know, he would teach me about ball playing naturally but he would teach me more even about life. And he promised my mother when I signed with the Braves, uh, that he would take care of me uh, as if I was his son. And, uh, and he promised my mom that he'd make me go to church and and you know, not hang out at night, do all the stuff that young guys like to do or don't like to do. And, I, and, then, and then he told me something one time and I said something kind of smart back to him. And he goes, "You know, I said, hey man, you're not my daddy. And next thing I know, he had his hand behind my neck and uh, I couldn't move. And he's like, What'd you say? I said, Nothing. And he goes, That's what I thought. And he gets and I said, You better take your hand off my neck. He says, Then what? I said, I'll think of something. This is all I could come up with. But you know, like he was a you know, like he was a disciplinarian. He believed that love is discipline and uh you know I sure miss him and, and it was great yeah. being on, on Deck Circle and I was glad for him that it was over, you know, yeah. because like it it was a high pressure situation. There was a lot of racial tension at that time. And, you know, he was the brunt of a lot of it. And, uh, you know, he wasn't very happy. You know, he was yeah. getting divorced at the same time. So Ralph Gar and myself were in charge of kind of making him laugh and, you know, making him happy.
2: And you and Ralph Gar can make anybody laugh. and be <laughs> happy. So that's, that's for sure. Yeah, You, yeah. you know, uh, watching him, and I had actually privileged privilege. Uh, the Braves came through Susan, and I saw those quick wrists that he had when he had home runs he, he wasn't as bucked up it seemed dusty mm-hmm. as some of the players get all bucked up he, he was more just kind of a wrist forearm hitter how right. would you compare with him and then managing san francisco with barry bonds who basically was the home run hitter as well how would you right. compare their
1: styles of hitting well they were different uh um but the but the one common denominator is that they had tremendous vision. Yeah. I mean, they could see uh, like like nobody's business. They could see what a pitcher was doing if he was throwing them a fastball, a curveball, a changeup, and they 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 had you know tremendous vision. Barry would like a guy would ask Barry, "What do you see?" And Barry would tell him, and Barry get frustrated. He's like, "Man, you don't see it." I mean, it was like <laughs> every day in common for him. And the thing about Hank, what people uh, uh, don't realize is that in the winter time. This guy played handball and racquetball all the time. And I think that that really, really helped uh, you know, his hand co- hand eye coordination and his balance because he had tremendous balance. And uh, he told me that, you know, he got his wrist. Yeah. See, back, back in the day, everybody did manual labor, especially yeah. if you're from the South. And, you know, he worked on an ice truck. And you mm. tell people about an ice truck, they don't know what you're talking about. You know, I barely know. <laughs> You know the ice truck. You know what ice truck is? I you know they, yeah, come yeah. They, did, right. yeah, right. they come around and they yeah they come around deliver ice, right? That's and then right. you got those tongs and you got to put that in the bottom <laughs> of the refrigerator or like you know uh, you know Mickey Mantle bale hay. Uh, other guys pick cotton or whatever it is. You got the, uh, eternal uh, strength. You know versus mm-hmm. weights can can give you temporary strength. As soon as you stop lifting weights, then you're gonna lose that 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 strength and bulk. But these guys. I mean, they did tremendous uh, uh, work in the offseason and growing up as a kid.
2: You know, Dusty, you were a, a great hitter. We'll talk about your managerial career in, in a second. But I want to ask you about being the hitter that you were and watching Hank Aaron. I've always yeah. thought that home runs are hit on mistake pitches. Hank Aaron hmm. was more than just a home run hitter. How much right. did you see, not only in y- yourself, but but Hank Aaron as well, that? It was a mistake that was made by a pitcher that resulted in a home run. Otherwise, you see a guy in second base in scoring position, you're going to drive him in with a base hit.
1: Right. Well, well, sometimes there are mistakes. I mean, sometimes he would tell me, guys, he's going to throw me this and that. He's going to throw (laughs) me a fastball in. He's going to throw me a slider away, and I'm going to sit on it, boom, boom, boom. Or he'll tell me, like – you'll watch the shortstop right before, and he'd always ask me, do you understand? I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I understood all the time. <laughs> but half the time, I didn't understand until like five years later, I remember him telling me, uh, uh, he says, man, watch the shortstop, because the shortstop moves in the hole right before the pitch, and it's going to be a breaking ball. Huh. And then all of a sudden one day, I saw Ozzy Smith moving a the hole over there. That's five years later, and he used to always tell me, look, I know you don't understand, I always say I understood it, I, but he says that the key is to retain what I'm telling you, you know what I mean? You might not understand it, but you retain it and someday you might, and uh, you know, all all home runs aren't aren't necessarily mistakes. I saw Hank in spring training when he was going for the record, he was working on hitting home runs. I mean, I think he had like like 10, 10, 10 hits the whole spring and nine of them were homers. And, uh, wow. I swear, but he was working on hitting homers. Yeah. And, uh, man, I mean, this guy, the, the focus and the concentration was unbelievable, which is very similar to Barry Bonds. You know, I mean, it, and it's hard to, uh, to, uh, uh you know, if you think you're going to frustrate him like that, that's what Barry was the best at. I mean, he'd get one pitch a night and and be ready for it. You know, a lot, a lot of yeah. times the pitchers would think that they're going to put you to sleep and I got him set up and then boom, they always got you set up. So, know they're very you know it's great similarities uh you know to both of them uh but they're both both outstanding hitters
2: outstanding hitter outstanding player yourself what was it like for you dusty when you went to los angeles and played for the dodgers
1: well it was like a dream come true to me because i was ready to get out of the south because i'm (laughs) from from the coast yeah and then hank had left, and we were there by ourselves you know daryl Evans, myself ralph uh, uh, Marty Perez and they end up trading all of us at the same time and I went to LA and uh, Tommy Davis the reason I wore number 12 was because Tommy Davis was my hero in exactly baseball
2: same.
1: yeah yeah and so uh, I mean that was like a dream come true and I fell on my face I hurt my leg playing basketball that winter and I hit at home I mean everybody was upset because it was like a a, a a five for two trade with a uh, four for two with me and Ed Goodson I was a the main focus of the trade, and you know, people were upset. And uh, I hit a home run, my first at bat, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, man, I'm great." I had to hit another home run till July the fourth. <laughs> 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 and they were, booing, they were, they were booing me, and they they were like, "Oh, cussing me out." And I was like, and then I discovered, well, they discovered finally that, you know, I had a bad need, uh, so I got to operate on next year. You know, hit 30 home runs, and yeah. And from then on, then you made the all Dodger team. But it just shows you how how some things can change. Uh, you know, we, you know, I play with some great players. I mean, you know what it's like to play with great players. I mean, yeah. when you go to the park every day, you know you got a great chance to win. That's and it. when you and when you lose, you're you're shocked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you know, and then we had a manager Thomas Soda, that was that was a consummate uh, positive thinker. You know what I mean? We used to have to tell him be quiet because man, you you're overpositing <laughs> us. You know what I mean? If there is <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, we had a great time and I, and I had great teammates. And like I said, there's nothing better, nothing better than winning.
2: How did you get into managing? I mean, what what prompted you to to get into managing? You like I said, had a great career as a player and you turned it into a great career as a manager as you continue to manage now with Houston Astros. But how did it all start for you?
1: Well, it all started for me much like my baseball career started out of high school. Uh, you know, uh, my parents got divorced and I got divorced right after my playing career. And I, I was at a crossroads. I, I became a stockbroker and 87 stock market crash, which a lot of people blame me for it probably. But, uh, I, uh, um, um, you know, Al, Al Campana said some things, you know, derogatory uh, statements, you know, about, about, about uh, race and black people. And so um, uh, baseball came looking for some guys. And I was in the right spot at the right time myself, Cito Gaston, <coughs> uh, Don Baylor, and, uh, and Hal McRae. And mm-hmm. so, uh, um, you know, they called me um and i had no idea that the same guy that was responsible for me signing with the Braves the reason why they gave me the money was was bob kennedy and mm-hmm. i didn't even know that he was at the Braves at the time bob kennedy recommended me to al rosen who i didn't know and i didn't know all this was transpiring and so al rosen uh, called me and he says hey man we we like you you to be an organization i said hey i, I don't i don't want to coach you know i got skinny legs and i don't wear a whistle and <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, and I don't look like a coach, you know what I mean? So, so uh they uh, I went to Lake Arrowhead to, to pray with me and my brother and our and our daughters, and my dad told me to go up to the mountains and ask the Lord what to do. So went up there and I'm checking into Marriott and somebody taps me on the shoulder and it's Bob Lurie, the owner of the Giants. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and so I said, What are you doing here? He goes, Hey, I'm here my first time. I said, Me too. So he goes, Hey man, you need to come join us. And uh, I went to the phone, called my dad. I said, "Hey, my dad, what do you think? Is that a sign?" He says, "Boy, if you don't, if that's not a sign, you just don't want to see it. Chris. that's not the sign that I was looking for, right?" Yeah. So, so that's that's what made up my mind going to go into coaching. I gave myself five years to either be, to be the manager or or go do something else, uh, someplace, because I give orders from better than I take them. You know, yeah. probably you do too. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. almost five years to the day, I got hired to be the uh, manager of the Giants, and Al Rosen. I remember him calling me in and, and explaining to me about the new ownership. He just told me, "Hey," he says, "When you get in there for an interview, the job's yours. Just don't screw it up by trying to t- by, by trying to show him how smart you are." That's so he told me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
2: Hey, Dusty, th- there's no doubt you're a Hall of Famer and and you're going to go in the hall of fame. But how important was it for you to get this job managing the Houston Astros especially with everything yep. that was going on while you were out of baseball but to get this job take over a team that's very very
1: good. Well, I didn't think there was a chance. I mean, you know, usually Washington was a good team that I that I inherited. The rest of the teams were second division teams that you had to rebuild. Yeah. I mean, and and, and this one you don't have to rebuild. You just got to you know, direct them and get out the way. And, uh, you know, these guys can play. I mean, they can really play. And, uh, you know, this was a blessing here, you know, to, to, to have another opportunity, which I thought was over, you know, to win the, uh, you know, to win the World Series, you know, again, and win the championship and also, uh, you know, closing in on 2,000 victories. I mean, so, you know, this was, uh, you know, this was said from above.
0: Hey, Dusty, we appreciate the time. Uh, Thank you so much. Enjoy the family uh, while you're here for, for one more day. And hopefully we can talk to you later in the season. But it's just great to hear your voice. Great to see your smile. Be well and be safe. And good luck with the rest of the season. All and before right. you go i just want yeah. to confirm the
2: coolest manager in all of baseball <laughs> one dusty baker and i had the privilege we didn't talk about the two years in 85 and 86 that you were with the athletics and i drove you around
3: yes, to you these did. functions
2: so, that's yeah. right we we had some great conversations uh, but had a great it,
1: a great time man you yeah. made you made life pleasurable thank you well brother.
2: listen you are the coolest man and see those, those sweat bands and that tooth bank you are the coolest best of luck to you my friend All right, I'll see
1: you later. Take care, Duffy. All right, man.
2: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.